Gaza is a place where things like food, water, electricity, and security are non-constants. Because discussion about this controversial area almost always focuses on politics, governmental decisions, and who is in charge versus who should be in charge, there is an undeniable fact that is often overlooked in conversations about Gaza. The individuals of Gaza, the citizens who are trying to make do with what they've been born into, are suffering as a result of political decisions that they've had little to no part in influencing. We wanted to hear more about the perspective of the individual Gazan to better understand the day-to-day -day life of the people in this region. You're listening to Israel Underground. Hi, my name is Zachy Hennessy. I'm not trying to waste any time by uh, elaborating on geopolitics or explaining quote-unquote both sides of the argument. I encourage you to research those on your own because this is a critical topic that needs to be understood by everyone living anywhere. But breaking down those details isn't our goal today. Likewise, our goal with this episode isn't to argue about politics or who's to blame for the current situation or anything like that. Our goal is to highlight the voice of one Gazan woman, a teacher, a mother, and a community volunteer who has shared details with us about her everyday life in Gaza. At her request, for the sake of her security, her name will remain undisclosed. Hello, um, I'm a woman from Gaza, 25 years. Uh, I'm a mother of two children. One was killed in uh, a previous bombing and uh, the other, alhamdulillah, one year and a half. Uh, my job as a teacher, I was working as a teacher for seventh and eighth class. Before we asked for her personal story, we wanted to get an idea of what the streets of Gaza actually look like. We asked for a description of the community. I live in Khanyoun city. It's uh, quite big. Uh, what does it look? Uh, it's a normal city with markets, shops, uh, some streets uh, are wide, other are uh, not. From where we get food, uh, we have uh, we have markets and supermarkets, markets for vegetables, fruit, meat, chicken, uh, a popular markets. Uh, recently, these markets become big and big, and they start delivering food, vegetables, fruits, and etc. What are the people like? They, they are Gazan people uh, with their all humanity, kindness, uh, also with their pressure, their poverty. She told us about how the very limited resources and little room for expansion takes a toll on the area's infrastructure. We have two types of schools, UNRWA and government schools. UNRWA only for refugees and government for both refugees and non-refugees. We have uh, a secondary school, a primary, and uh, also we have universities here. Uh, this, the schools are crowded, too much uh, number in the same class, more than 40 students in one class. This was before Corona, but after Corona, it turned into uh, two shifts. Students come, for example, three days a week, and the other group come uh, other, the other three days. 
aside from the hardships of overpopulation, or more accurately, the inability to expand, there have been a fair share of other hardships for the people of Gaza. For example, many have had to face the harsh realities of war up close. For me, I've witnessed four wars. Uh, the first one was in 2008. I was uh, in the seventh class, too young. It was uh, a very scary war because uh, a children is witnessing a war. Can you imagine this? Uh, and it, it lasts for a long time. Uh, also, the, the last war was too scary because the situation changed. changed. I'm, I'm married now with a baby. So I was so scared about my child. I was trying to protect him. Also, it was so violent. From the last war, I can explain one minute of what we witnessed. Uh, I escaped from my house to my family house because uh, my area wasn't uh, too safe. I, I, I am close to border. So I tried to escape. Alhamdulillah, I managed. Uh, so when I reached my family house, they bombed uh, a near house in the same na uh, neighborhood. Uh, also, at, at the same night, uh, the whole house turned into a red color and then the carpets uh, pulled also we we fell down on the stair so then suddenly a very uh, loud voice come we, we realized that it is a so close bombing what happened with me and my uh, daughter is uh, I was pregnant in the last month and it was a, a very close bombing so some heavy stones fell on me and uh, the baby harmed uh, so they took me to the hospital and had to have an urgent cesarean section but the baby didn't manage to uh, be alive. Despite this, or perhaps as a result, she has turned her sights to helping her community, enabling them to grow and thrive in their environment. After I lost my child, uh, this encouraged me to, to help people who are poor, who are in need, especially children. So I started voluntary work. I am a volunteer since 2014 war in helping in needy people in Gaza. I'm collecting donations from uh, Western Arab people and deliver these donations by food, uh, medicine, uh, uh, clothes, uh, sometimes cash money. We deliver it to needy people. To wrap up, we asked what she thought we, as Israelis or outsiders in general, should know about the people of Gaza. What people should know about Gaza or Gazans, that uh, Gaza people are uh, in, uh, in a real suffer. They are suffering every day. People here are so oppressed. And also, uh, there is no way to get out of Gaza. Imagine they are in a prison without water, without food, without electricity. Uh, this siege uh, 
you know, increase uh, the average of uh, crimes. Many crimes here and many people are fighting with each other without a clear reason. So people have to work to uh, get or to raise our economical situation. We have to have our rights, normal rights, which we are not asking for, you know, a, a big or a difficult things. We are just asking for our normal rights. We, we want to sleep without any fear. Uh, also, we want to, to sleep without uh, thinking of, do we, will we have food tomorrow or not? Can I buy this medicine for my child or not? So please stop the siege. We are suffering too much. The story of Gaza is long and complex. What we've covered and shared here is only a drop in the sea. And yet, hearing from a Gazan woman has already brought us so much closer to understanding this region from the inside as we strive to present to you in this podcast. So, thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to the show, you can send us a message on anchor.fm slash Israel underground. And you can also follow us on Facebook at il.underground. Israel Underground is written and produced by Eden and Zaki Farber-Hemison. All additional audio is used under Creative Commons. Thanks for listening!